Well, good morning, um, Kingdom family, and welcome to Bridges of Hope, where we're building bridges of hope that connects destiny. I'm your host, John Matuche, and I'm so excited to take you on on this journey of hope in our second episode today titled, God Will Work It Out For You. God will work it out for you and for me. It doesn't really matter where you listen into this podcast from, and maybe you might be on your bed in hospital and struggling with your health and struggling with, you know, with sicknesses. Or maybe you might be listening from prison, you know, doing hard time in a very difficult place. Or you might be going through some financial problems in your life. I just want to say to you this morning that God the almighty God, the omniscient God, and all-powerful God, the loving God, our Father, will work it out for you because he's so faithful. So, well, um, the scripture that really comes to mind this morning um, is Romans chapter 8, verse 28, and is one of my favorite scriptures. And this is a scripture that really inspired hope for me Uh, Many years ago, when I also went through some difficult times in my life, and it reads as follows. And we know that all things works together for good to them that loves God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And we know that all things, this is very interesting, it doesn't, say some things, but it says all things works together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. These are people who knows the Lord and people who knows their God and people who have their trust in the Lord and people with a calling to fulfill a destiny people with a calling to fulfill a purpose in life. And the Bible says, in all things, things works together for good for them. And this is very important that, you know, everything God is able to make it work together for our good. That God is able to make sadness and celebration to work together for our good. God is able to make failures and successes and achievement and setbacks to work together. That every situation, every circumstance that we are faced with and we going through in life, God is able to make it work together for our good to build a capacity to prepare us and to propel us into a destiny and a plan and purpose that God has for each and every one of us. So that's our God. That's how faithful he is. You see, God doesn't actually bring bad stuff to us. He doesn't cause, um, you know, sadness because his heart is to really bless us with joy and peace. But even if the enemy can plan and plot against your destiny and trying to bring you down, 
God always has a way to turn it around for our good. And the story um, that is very incredible story um, in the Bible is actually the story of Joseph. And I think the story of Joseph actually um, paints a perfect picture of a journey of God with his child and how God uses these circumstances for the good of his children. And we all know the story of Joseph, whom the Bible says he was so dearly loved by his father. And one day as he was sleeping, he woke up with a wonderful dream, a dream where God showed him his destiny, where God gave him a promise of what will become out of his life. And I mean, as Joseph, because he was a teenager, and when he woke up, he was so excited, and he started to tell the dream to his brothers. What, what is interesting is that, you know, God revealed the dream to him. He showed him the future. He showed him the destiny, but he didn't reveal the journey to him. Isn't it that interesting? that, you know, he's, he's got this wonderful dream of how God is going to lift him up and how God is going to use him during the most difficult times, you know, like the times that we, are, we find ourselves in, in our nation and in the world, in the brokenness that we, we find ourselves in. But God did not reveal the process. The process actually belonged to God, but the dream belonged to Joseph. And when he woke up, immediately he went to tell of the dream. And you know, very painful thing happened when he told the dream. He was actually expecting, um, when he told the dream to his brothers, he was actually expecting that the brothers will also, you know, jump with joy and say, hey, little brother, that's a wonderful dream that you have had. You know, we're going to help you. We're going to support you. We're going to motivate you to fulfill that dream. But to his surprise, his brothers were very jealous of him. When they had the dream, it actually offended him. And these are the people that he was expecting them to support and to be on his side, to rejoice with him and even to pray with him, to pray this dream through. But the same people are people who are now offended by the dream that he just shared with them. And sometimes it happens also in our lives where in this journey that God is taking us, a journey between receiving the dream and the fulfillment of the dream that we experience that sometimes our dreams can even offend people that we are expecting them to support us. And some of you listening to this podcast this morning, you have been through a very painful betrayal of the people that you trusted the most, people you trusted with your life, people you trusted with, you know, things that are very dear to your heart, your brothers and the family members, 
who went on to betray you. Because this is what the brothers of Joseph did, you know. Once they heard about the dream, the Bible says they started plotting to bury him. And they dug a ditch, a hole. You know, when he went to bring them food, they dug a hole and then they threw him in the hole. And some of you, you are sitting with wounds and, and, and scars in your heart. You've been scarred. You've been hurt by betrayal from those that were close to you. But you see, the, the Bible says God is working it out for our good. Even through that betrayal, God is able to turn it around and to build something in you that will enable you to walk into the destiny that God has for you. And, you know, one of the youngest brothers, when they threw Joseph into the pit, um, he really felt sorry for him. And, and then he said, you know, here comes the Midianites and um, the Ishmaelites, in fact, um, and let's, let's sell Joseph to the Ishmaelites instead of killing him. And, you know, from pit, from the pit, he found himself in, 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 you know, in a carriage going, going to Egypt as a, to be sold as a slave. And sometimes we go through one thing and another. You know, if it is not this problem over here, and then we're thinking we're dealing with this problem, then comes another one. And so it was the life of Joseph. When he got to Egypt, he was sold as a slave and was bought into the house of Potiphar's house to serve as a slave seven days. And I mean, you can imagine what was happening in the, the head of Joseph, thinking, oh, maybe at last, you know, maybe this is over, only to find that he's going to find himself in prison, being accused of something that he didn't do. And from prison, the favor of God upon his life was there even in the midst of the difficult place in prison. Because even when you find yourself in that hard place, you are not alone. God is with you. So God is going with us wherever we are going, wherever you are. If there is a plan and the purpose of God upon your life, nothing will take that away. You know, God was with Joseph. The Bible says God was with Joseph in the prison and he gave him his favor. And he started to minister even in the prison. He ministered to a point where the gift in the prison made a room for him to stand before the king. Got himself out of the prison by the favor of God and the gift upon his life. And the next thing, Joseph find himself as a prime minister in Egypt, right at the place where God has designed for him to be. But you see, there is a journey between receiving the promise, receiving the vision and the dream, and fulfillment of that promise 
or that dream in your life. And that place, it is the most difficult place because it is where you are going through different things in life. But if we look at the life of David and we ask ourselves, God, why did you allow Joseph, I mean, Joseph, to go through this process? Was it necessary for Joseph to go through this process? Yes, of course, it was. It was important that God allowed him to go through that because through that, God was able to build character in the life of Joseph. Joseph is one of the men in the Bible that that is known as a man of character. He was a man of integrity. You know, when the wife of Potiphar wanted to engage him in things that were against his values, it was his integrity that said, I will not do this. And God built that character through the difficult times that Joseph had to go through. And the second thing we ask ourselves is, what kept him through those circumstances that were so difficult? If you look at the life of, of Joseph, number one, he was very humble. He had an incredible humility in his life. You know, when his brothers threw him into the pit, he never tried to get himself out. He was so humble to the point where he had to allow God to orchestrate every move in every stage of his life. When he found himself on the way to Egypt, nowhere we read that Joseph was trying to get himself out of the carriage or out of the cage that he was locked in. He was always humble. Humility during that process is very important. He trusted the process that God has put him in. And I want to say to you this morning, maybe you also find yourself in the same situation where you are broken and you're going from one thing to another. You've got financial problems. You've got relational problems. In all those situations and circumstances you find yourself in, be a man of character. Be a woman of character. Don't compromise your values. Like Joseph, who did not compromise his values even though he was in a foreign land, he knew his values. He knew his God. And I just want to encourage you, do not compromise your values. Remain humble because the Bible says those who humble themselves, the Lord will lift them up. And that was Joseph. He was a man of character, a man of integrity, and he was a man of humility, incredible humility. He trusted completely in God of the process. He trusted the process that God has subjected him in. Because he knew that the one who saw him when he went into this situation 
will see him out of that circumstance. And the last one, which for me is the purpose of this podcast, Joseph was a man of hope. You know, from the time when he received the dream, when he received the promise, that's when he started to have hope and he never lost his hope. And as we also discussed on the previous podcast that the word um, hope in the Hebrew language is tikva. And one of the explanation is that hope is, is a rope, is, a, is to be roped in, is to be connected with the promise. And that's what Joseph had. He had hope. Through the peat, he had hope. He held on to the hope that that which the Lord has promised, he is faithful to fulfill it. That which the Lord has promised is faithful to, the, to, to fulfill it in my life. He never questioned God's promise over his life. And I know sometimes it's so difficult. And, you know, I've been tempted so many times myself to question God's calling upon my life when things get difficult in my life. Question God's promises that he has given me in his word. And we are human and sometimes we, you know, we fall short and we want to question God. But I want you to repent this. I also repented many times. And, you know, when you see God actually fulfilling that finally in your life, then you know is the repentance time for you. And I do that over and over again. And I just want to encourage you. Maybe you're going through a similar situation and even tougher a process that God has subjected you in. Don't lose hope. You know, hope is the only thing that you have that connects you with that promise. Don't lose that hope. Joseph did not lose hope. When he was in that cage, he did not lose hope. When they threw him in the prison, he did not lose hope. He was a man of hope. And I want to encourage you, in all things, know that God is able to work it out for you. God is able to use the things that the enemy is using to destroy you, to put you down and to put you out of God's game. God is able to use those things to build you up for your good means that I'm going to build you up so that you can move into my destiny, into the purpose and the calling that I've given upon your life. You know, as I close this morning, when I read this scripture, I always remember uh, my mom, my late mom, and, you know, he loved to bake. And uh, especially during Christmas, you know, we will join in me and my sister and help her to, to bake cakes, you know, scones and all kinds of cakes. And, and I've learned that when you bake cakes or a cake, there are many and a couple of, of ingredients that goes into that. And, and, and one of those ingredients is salt, you know, and if you try to eat salt alone and separate from other ingredients, it really tastes bad, isn't it? You know, if you try to eat um, a baking powder, 
or sunflower or whatever that needs to go into that. All of those, all of these ingredients are bad apart. But the miracle happens when you put all of these things together. And my my mom will put them together, you know, the egg and the milk and the salt and the sugar, uh, whatever you put in there to bake a cake. They will put them together and then you will start to stir them together so that they mix together. And then from there, You've got a, you've got your you've got your 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 you know your dough and then you put it in your oven. It has to go through the process of heating, and that process of heating is also time bound. There is a, a certain time that is set for those cake to be ready, and after that, when you put them out and they have cooled down a bit, when you take that cake and you begin to taste it. It's the most amazing taste you can have in your mouth. And every one of us, when you, you, every time when you eat that cake, you don't, you're not saying, I'm eating salt, I'm eating sugar, I'm eating you know, <laughs> whatever they put in there. You're saying, I'm eating a cake. And that's how God is able to put everything together for our good. Sadness and celebration failure and success, all of those different seasons that we're going through, God is able to put them together. And I call God, you know, the greatest baker in the kitchen. And we are the products that God is always working on. Me and you, God is always working on us. He is the chef in that kitchen. He's the baker. And you know, the most wonderful thing is that when that the cake has actually gone through the process. It's always been taken and put on the shelf, and there's always a price tag on it, especially for those who bake to sell the cakes. You know, they will wrap it up and package them and then put it, you know, a price tag and put them there in the shelf in the shop, and people will come and buy. And this is the picture I see. God is saying, Whatever you're going through in your life right now, I am in control. I'm, I'm a God of the process. I'm in control. I've got a plan. And one day, five years from now, two years from now, even a few months from now, you know, God is going to put a tech on you. You are going to feed the nation with what God has built in your life through these seasons that you had to go through in your life, God is saying there are so many lives that are going to change, to be changed. You're going to give so much hope for many people who are hopeless because you have trusted God during your season, your try season. And I just want you to, you know, be encouraged this morning, even as you face your week and even as you face your day, wherever you are listening from, God is with you. Just keep that faith until God work it out for you. So, well, time is really against us this morning. And until we meet next time, and may the Lord bless you. May the Lord be with you and see you soon. 